Hi, hello everybody! Welcome to Afterbite. It's a Vampire Diaries fancast. It's only 10 years too late. Yeah. We're here. It is a Tuesday? I think so. I don't know how time think works this anymore. this episode will come out on a Tuesday? It's either a Tuesday or a Friday, but I think it'll be a Tuesday. Okay, great. I say that, that is a lie. <laughs> okay. Wait. Tuesday. No, it is Tuesday. It's it is Tuesday. Tuesday. I counted it out. <laughs> it is Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We don't record these episodes ab- way ahead of time. Why would you think that? No, no we, we don't them do day that. Of five minutes before we're up. <laughs> exactly. We record them on Monday night and we upload them Tuesday morning. Exactly. Yeah, this it's Monday night right now. Yep. We shouldn't lie. No, we should we be should honest. We should not lie. We should be honest. This week, we're being honest, and we're talking about episode 306, Smells Like Teen Spirit. I was about to say, you forgot the the. <laughs> no? No? The smell There's of no teen, the. the smell like teen spirit. <laughs> smell like the teen spirit. <laughs> smell like teen the spirit. The Where smell would the of, go? The smell Smells of the teen, like teen spirit. spirit. The smell of teen spirit. That's, That's what, what I means. was thinking of. My brain was like, because I have a headache right now. And my brain was just like, oh, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> but also I can see how you would think that because we have had so many V episodes recently. We that like, you're like, yeah, no, you know what? Just p- throw a V in there. That'll be fine. But you isn't it weird how like, except for the last episode, the majority of V episodes are just so bad. I wonder why. It's because they were lazy. Yeah, exactly. They it were was, just bad episodes. They lazy. This week, though, they are not lazy. Boy, howdy, they're throwing a lot at us, and we are expected to catch it. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, nobody has their catcher mitts on. Nope. Nobody catches nope. anything. Nope. So much is being thrown in from every direction, and we can't. It's just, we can't. So the Netflix description for this episode is, As senior year begins, Elena, Caroline, Bonnie, and Matt are reeling from recent events, while Stefan carries out his latest assignment from Klaus. Solid again. Yeah, not bad actually. When you keep it to when you keep it simple, keep it to use the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Shit happened. Senior year is beginning. Stefan has shit to do from Klaus. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole episode. This is a good one. Netflix description writer, you're going on a good tear here, and I can't wait to see you come crashing back down. Yeah. <laughs> as you will inevitably. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. Icarus flying too close to the sun. Your wings are going to melt sometime, sweetheart. This episode opens up in the Gilbert house, where we haven't been in a while, and I'm excited to finally get back here. I love it. Elena is waking up in the very early hours of the morning. She wakes up at 5.15 in the fucking morning. Hey, Elena, love yourself. And she's already awake. Like, she's been, like, looking at that alarm, like, do it go off wait is that That's not the normal? worst part is that not normal for other people not at 5 15 in the fucking morning i have Jordan. to wake up at five in the morning for school every day for four I have years to wake up at 5 30 tomorrow for work so um i'm just saying i wake for- up at 5 30 every morning for work but like i don't wake up before my alarm i sometimes do when i make when i have anxiety maybe like a minute or two but not <laughs> when you're restless long enough for yeah. me to comprehend not, not enough for me to comprehend and stare at my phone. Being not like, for, not long enough for me to have a conversation with God about my choices. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. God is not getting that back and forth this morning. Sometimes the world hurts, but sometimes waking up at 5.15 in the morning hurts more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Elena, just love yourself. <laughs> so the reason she's waking up at 5.15 in the morning is vampire training. Yeah, She's... She and Alar, she's getting trained by Alaric on how to use the weapons. This is the first time we see Alaric training someone. How sweet! How sweet! Fuck Matt Davis, yeah. but Alaric, you're pretty Davis. good. Alaric, you my man. For right now, Alaric, you're my man. Alaric, you're my man for right now. Yes. Then you start to get questionable. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. I can already see it coming. It's like it's like in the horizon, you know? It's like you can hear a train far off in the distance. <laughs> uh-huh. And you look down and you're tied to train tracks. And you can hear it and it's very far off. All you can hear is the distant 
train horn, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. He's coming. So he's training her on how to use like the I always think of it as like an Assassin's Creed hidden blade, because mm-hmm. that's just where my brain goes. But you punch yeah. a vampire and the stake goes into them mm-hmm. because of the force of your punch, which is fucking sick. Yeah. That is cool. So fucking sick. Uh, and they have a little conversation about like, you know, how vampires are just the fucking worst mm-hmm. and, you know, they need to, they all need to die or whatever, right? And Elena says the line, which I just wanted to point out here because I just thought it was weird. Elena says, no need to use pronouns. You can say Stefan. Yeah. I don't think that's exactly the point of using pronouns there. (laughs) I think you need to use them even if you are referring to a person by name. (laughs) I mean, I get where she's coming from. She's like, don't beat around the bush. Just say his name, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But to say, no need to use pronouns. No, Elena, we use a lot of pronouns <laughs> for a lot of other things besides saying the name. But okay, I'll allow it. It's 5.15 in the morning. You get a pass. I think it's like one of those lines which happens a lot in the Vampire Diaries where you're just like, that was questionable at best. Who thought of that dialogue? That's not how normal people speak. <laughs> That's one of those where like they trained a robot. They made a robot read all of like Shakespeare's plays mm-hmm. and all of the previous episodes of tvd and then they're like write dialogue for us and this is what it came up with Mm -hmm, exactly yeah something else truly about this exciting about this episode so we finally go back to school it's the first day of senior year gang this is the only time they actually do schoolwork (laughs) yeah i'm so happy for them to finally be getting back to school getting back to somewhat of a normal yep they're just getting back to it but like even though they're getting back to normal right something feels off something's off something's off you can't be normal anymore nope you've had a lot of shit happen but you know you can't be normal anymore no they cannot so uh Caroline is like trying to have like a good like shit sucks but we need to go on anyway attitude. Yeah. I want to say just personally I really subscribe to that philosophy of like shit sucks but let's keep going anyway folks. Yeah that's definitely like, my philosophy. Extremely <laughs> a very good philosophy just for life in general. So thanks the Vampire Diaries. Maybe you got one thing right. That's better <laughs> than what I do which is that like shit goes down and like oh well this is the worst. I'm gonna take a, like a very long break and like wait to come back to this. Nah you gotta just keep going because eventually it'll get better. Caroline's having a good moment and Elena brings up that this would have been one year since she met Stefan. It's so also sad. weird to think that it's also been an entire year since the pilot. It feels like so much longer. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It feels like it's been like 20 years and they're like, we're seniors now. It's like, dude, it's been a year. You, no, you know what? That this this is literally 2020. Yeah. It feels so much has happened, but so little has happened. Yeah. This the show is a representation of 2020. You're correct. It's also, it's wild to me. We released our episode on the pilot. Our first episode of Afterbite was released on the 6th of December, 2019. Uh, We've gone through these pretty fucking quick. It's been about half a year. Wow, really? Yeah, it's been like, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be like seven months since we posted our first episode. I legitimately thought we started this in like in July. We have posted our first episode of Afterbite on... Uh, the 6th of December. So to take that from where we were then in December of 2019, full of hope and <laughs> wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to take on the Vampire Diaries universe to now. <laughs> and it's weird because I remember like sitting down to watch the first episode. I was like in my dorm room, you know, before this whole COVID thing happened and I <laughs> no longer am allowed to be in my dorm room. And... <laughs> I was like sitting there watching it and then my roommates come in because uh, we have like a social room. So my roommates come in. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just watching this thing for a podcast. And then they just like three guys just sit down with me and start watching the Vampire Diaries. Oh, 
It feels like a lifetime ago, but it was only like seven months ago. Wow, that's nice. Anyway, senior year, gang. Uh. Damon coming downstairs in the Salvatore house and finding a bunch of dead bodies of women. Oh. Great way to start off senior year, folks. We're keeping that senior year energy, I guess, uh, because... Stefan's playing Twister with a bunch of ladies who he's definitely compelled. And God, I love and hate bad boy Stefan. Yeah. It was during this scene where I was like, wow, this parallel, you know, between Stefan and Damon, season one, Damon. Mm-hmm. But also, Damon, you're not allowed to get angry at any of this. You're not allowed to no. actually say anything because you were this person. You're still kind of this person. So you're literally not allowed to say anything. And. There's a line that Elena says later on in the episode where she's like, having one obnoxious boy is enough. And like, yeah, you're right, Elena. It's a lot now that both of them are the worst. (laughs) We need one to be like somewhat chill and then we can handle it. But if you're both obnoxious, get out of here. Get out. Just get out. The The door's over there. You can leave. Speaking of the door... The front doorbell rings, and Damon answers it to find Rebecca. (gasps) Queen. She reveals that Klaus left her here. He just left her. Well, that sucks. And now she needs a place to stay. Rebecca, I'm so sorry every man does you so dirty. (laughs) I know. I mean, is it every man, or is it mainly just Klaus? It's um, every man does her pretty dirty. There's been I a mean, lot of dirtiness done to Rebecca. I mean, right now that we know of, you know. Yes. Right now, as of yeah, right now, right we know now of, it's just the gosh. only man that has let Rebecca Michaels and down has been her brother. Exactly. And I love how she just bur- bursts in like with shopping bags, and she's like, "Great, which one's mine?" <laughs> and neither of them answers, so she's like, "Fine, fuck you, I'll find it myself." <laughs> So Rebecca's going to be living at the Salvatore house, which is going to be the most fun meshing of personalities I've ever seen. I can't wait. This is going to be like an episode of Vampire Big Brother or some shit. Ooh, that'd (laughs) be fun to watch. Can't wait to see who gets voted out of the house next week. I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of Big Brother. Damon, who's the head of households. (laughs) But also it'll be fun because you have sort of Ripper evil in Stefan. And then you have just more of like a neutral evil in Rebecca. Yeah. And then you have dumbass evil. <laughs> Dang it. Wait, they wait. can make up the whole D&D alignment chart yeah, if they so choose. I was about to say, can we make an alignment chart? <laughs> My god. At high school, Yay. Bonnie and Jeremy are meeting up and Jeremy worries that he and Bonnie are on the rocks, which, good job, genius. I wonder why. You figured that one out. I wonder why that could be. Jeremy's really being stupid, you know? He's also, though, yeah, he's just a dumb boy. Yeah, he is. So Bonnie is like, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with you seeing Vicky and Anna, but you never technically broke up with them and they just died. So you have a choice whether you willingly let them enter your brain or not. And also, very true. And also the fact that he never told her originally what was going on like that is what rubs me the wrong way if he would have told her and then bonnie would have just been like upset but like maybe she would have gotten older it's the fact that he he like it was happening for so long like literally over the summer and he didn't say anything that's what makes it even more messed up yeah he has he had so many opportunities to tell her and bonnie like bonnie literally handed him a plate like saying hey is everything okay and jeremy was like yeah we're good it's like dude you could have just told her you could just been like weird ghost shit's happening but we all know what but we all know why he did it we all know why he did it because it was anna and vicky it's because you're emotionally cheating on your girlfriend and you have to admit that it's because you're stupid jeremy yeah you're just dumb Jeremy's dumb, but I love him. He's a cute little puppy dog. Oh, yeah. No, I still love Jeremy. (laughs) He's just a dumbass. Yeah. He's a dumbass, but I love my dumbass. We all have our emotional support dumbasses. Exactly. Exactly. We then go, still in Mystic Falls High School, we go to Matt. He pulls up to school, uh, and Vicky appears in the passenger seat of his car next to him. They have a cute little exchange of like, well, you scared me. Stop popping up out of nowhere. And Vicky's like, I'm a fucking ghost. What do you want me to do here, bud? 
<laughs> I mean, like, really, though. I love it. So, uh, they sort of have a little sibling reminiscing moment about the year before. Vicky's worried about Matt. Matt's like, yeah, I feel alone, but, like, I'm happy that you're back. And Vicky reveals that there she has a way that she can come back. What? This is, this I know. Is, this is going to end well. I mean, it worked really well when Bonnie brought Jeremy back. And I'm sure it'll work really well when Matt, who's not magical or smart about this at all, (laughs) tries it. I'm sure there's no way it can go wrong. It's going to go so perfectly. It's just, wow. Uh, But before he can sort of find out more about how Vicky can come back, Tyler shows up in a very good peppy mood. Weird. Love that for him. Weird. Weird. You're right. But also, he did just get turned into a vampire, and, you know, people's emotions get amplified when they're a vampire. Maybe he's just having a good morning. Mm. Even as a werewolf, his emotions are heightened, so, like, hmm. Yeah, now he's, like, double times four on the emotions. So, like, when he said in episode one that, like, he was horny, is Tyler just extra horny now? (laughs) I don't want to talk about Tyler's horniness, actually. I do. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Which is why we're going to hard cut to a tomb. Ooh. You still going to be horny in a tomb, Brian? No. We're in a cemetery where dead people are. Are you still horny now? <laughs> I'm not a necrophiliac. Catherine is trying to feed Michael a, like, a mouse. No, She's Mickey. trying to get him some blood. <laughs> you don't say that. We're going to get copywritten. <laughs> no, um... Cartoon mouse. <laughs> no, cartoon mouse. No, extremely. Literally, <laughs> extremely there's so many cartoon mouse. There's so many cartoon like mouse or m- mice or mice related things you could have said. Not right? Jerry. <laughs> Did you say Tom as I in the cat? I, me- I messed up. I forgot. I know this is a weird continuity error where now his eyes aren't open anymore. Because at the end of the last episode, Michael, this guy in the tomb, his eyes were open. Yeah. Now they're not. Why they do that? We love a good continuity walk back. What was the reason? Dramatic effect. I guess, yeah. yeah. Damon is calling, wondering how things are going on getting him. Uh, He's, like, reminding her that they need Michael to kill Klaus, and Catherine's like, oh, I'm gonna give it another fucking shot, but nothing's fucking working here. So she's having a bad time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's struggling here. She's not having a good day. Back at school, uh, Damon calls Elena, warning her that Rebecca's now at the boarding house and left behind by Klaus. Hey, Brian, can we talk about how you called it the boarding house for the first time in literal years in your notes? Yeah. I got <laughs> Hate bored. that. I'm sorry. Hate that. Rebecca's now staying at the Salvatore house and was left behind by Klaus, and Elena's sort of worrying about Stefan, but Damon doesn't tell her anything about it. Great. Love that. Love that we're just letting people not have information about their boyfriends, which is super cool. That's yeah. all that David does ever. All the time. Yeah. Elena spots Caroline putting up flyers for the like beginning of the year bonfire. And Caroline's worried that Elena won't show, but Elena's like, no, man, I'll, I'll be there. I want to have fun. She wants to let loose. She wants to let loose. <laughs> Tyler shows up and kisses Caroline and Elena realizes that Elena and Caroline realize that Tyler has blood on him. So they pull him into the bathroom to clean him up and Caroline's like, well, don't wear your breakfast to school, dumbass. I just love how Caroline, like, how they just pulled him into the bathroom. Very similar to something that happened in the pilot. Hmm. I wonder. Mm -hmm. Wonder why they're doing that. Also, because I found this fun fact in the TVD wiki. This is actually the 50th episode of The Vampire Diaries. Oh, oh really? Yep, this is the 50th episode. We have been 50 episodes since season one. Done so much. And now, we, we are 50 done. episodes away from my next favorite episode. <laughs> we, we have done so much. Ouch. We've done so much, but we still have such a long way to go. Because there's like 170 episodes of The Vampire Diaries. Yep, Vampire Diaries is the longest running vampire show on television unfortunately (laughs) in the bathroom tyler reveals that rebecca is giving him blood bags uh because klaus wants to protect his newest asset Ooh. (laughs) Uh. 
Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. But Tyler seems into it, so, you know, if Tyler's into it, that's all right. Tyler's into being a beta. <laughs> Stop saying things. What? <laughs> Your words have consequences. <laughs> Your words have consequences. <laughs> they do. And you just say things with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. I do. Some of us have to listen to the things you say. <laughs> I know you don't listen to this podcast, but I do, and there are people who do. About 30 people per week listen to this podcast. I'm sorry, y'all. And you just say things. I do. <laughs> Elena leaves the bathroom, walking right into Stefan. Uh, that parallel. Love that for them, but also hate that for them. And also hate that for us. Uh, Basically, Stefan states that he's only here to keep an eye on Elena. And that he really doesn't want to be a high schooler for the hundredth time. I mean, who wouldn't? I wouldn't. No. Although, like, if you were a vampire and already knew everything and it really didn't matter, I think high school would be a lot more fun. Would it? Yeah. If it didn't matter, you know? You also compel your teachers to say, like, yeah, I gave you my assignment. Now give me an A. I can't even, like comprehend having a good high school experience yeah listen don't think about it too hard steam's gonna start coming out of your ears stefan's basically just here to keep an eye on elena mm -hmm. he's here to keep an eye on klaus's blood bag or whatever uh and elena's trying to get away but stefan keeps like pulling her in the other direction alaric intervenes and stefan pushes him up against the lockers like straight up is like fronting on him some alpha male bullshit here. Mm -hmm. uh, warning, basically warning Rick that he shouldn't get in the way. Yeah. This is not the Stefan we know and love. Nope. It's not. In history class, uh, Elena's talking to Alaric about why Stefan is looking after her, and she says that they really need to do something to stop Stefan. That's going to end well. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm so sure it's going to work out so well, as every one of their harebrained schemes does. So as everybody settles in for class, they begin to talk about the real founders of the country, the Native Americans. As you should. And then they gloss right over that one. <laughs> and then they just completely skate over it because Rebecca walks in to ask about like the real founders of the country, the Vikings. Happy Leaf Erickson Day. Hinga dinga thurgan. Copyrighted. No, it's not. <laughs> I, ass I assume anything with Spongebob could be Spongebob's a free meme now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not true. It's free real estate. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely is not. Exactly. But I think we'll get by with that one. Yeah. I mean, we won't. And then I'll only have Brian to blame when this podcast has to go down in flames because... <laughs> He can't stop making references to media that happened like two years ago. You're welcome. Hey, bud, the copyright's still there. The lawyers still have teeth. Rebecca is now a student at Mystic Falls High. I'm happy for her. Yeah. She's true. doing something fun again. She's, she's never she's been in a 20th century education. Yeah, she's now getting in there because she was asleep from the 1920s until now. So, like, she's getting in here, getting a new, new decade, new education. I'm happy for her. Me too. Matt is lurking around in the stoner pit to try and summon Vicky. <laughs> Vicky reveals that she has help on the other side, like a powerful force, uh, and that she can come back if he helps. And before he can get more information, Jeremy shows up and breaks off that conversation. So he walks off and Matt sort of like wonders if he can still see her. And Vicky reveals that there's another witch on the other side to help bring her into this plane of existence. With this, Vicky will be able to come and go as she pleases and Matt won't be alone. Yep. The brilliant part of this scene. This scene and the next one are kind of tied together. I know it's Brian good. kind of wrote them. We, we kind of wrote them out separately, but they're very tied together here because as soon as Jeremy leaves from the stoner pit, uh, he has a talk with Anna in the bathroom uh, about what he saw and about that Matt is now talking to Vicky. Yeah. And, and it, so it, he is sort of, 
Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, and the way that they do that is so good because because Matt said something along the lines of, um, or no, Vicky acts if Jeremy saw her or whatever, and then it cuts to Jeremy talking to Anna about seeing Vicky, and it's so good. And like they they sort of like mirror each other. Yeah. Like yeah. Anna's like, well, if she has help from the other side, that's very bad. And Vicky's like, well, I have help from the other side, and it's a very good thing, and I can come back. Yeah. They that was yeah. That it was, was very well hard writing this one out without trying to clump up the notes, but. It's definitely they're, a really they're just well very done scene. they're just very cut together. It's it's a yeah. very good scene. It reminds me almost I don't know, Brian, I don't think you were on this episode, but Jordan, do you remember the first Miss Mystic Falls episode where uh they were interviewing the Yeah. Oh yeah interviewing all the girls and it was doing that very two thousands cutting method yeah. where they're just like everybody's saying like the answers to the questions and yeah. the questions are kind of it's going ver- around the that contestants of, and you never have to see them. That type of cutting is so pleasing to me. It just feels very like complete and like it complements one another very well. It's so good when it's done right. And this is a very good example of this done right. We can't even really explain that scene well because it's just something you have to see and you're like, oh, this fits very well together like a good puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do so love a good fucking puzzle. Mm-hmm. So, it's football practice time, baby. It's the end of the day, apparently. <laughs> and <laughs> time is an illusion. <laughs> and cheerleaders are practicing. The football team is running. Caroline's like, well, where the fuck is Dana? Which really makes me wonder, has nobody told Caroline that Dana did die, like, last night? No, it was the um, head cheerleader, the other cheerleader. Are there two Danas? Caroline. Are there no. two Danas? No. Oh, no, the other cheerleader, yeah, sure, was wondering where Dana was. Okay, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, and Caroline's like, uh-oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was like, are there two fucking Danas? No. Don't tell me the show is that stupid. No. Because the head cheerleader wonders where Dana is... Rebecca takes the opening spot on the team. She's a cheerleader now, and I love her so goddamn much. I love that she just was like, oh, you have an empty spot? Great. Hi, I'm here. Literally in my notes, I have, Rebecca, you're the prettiest cheerleader. Just, <laughs> I adore you. I just like, I just like Rebecca a lot. I mean, who doesn't? So she and Caroline exchange some very good mean girl words. Bitchy banter. Uh, and I do so love some good, good bitchy banter. Yeah. See, here's the difference between, like, the bitchy banter between Caroline and Rebecca is very good, but the bitchy banter we had between Elena and Damon was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you why Elena, or why Caroline and Rebecca's was better. Women. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'm going to go now. Bye. Women. She's going to go? Oh, she actually left. <laughs> Hi, welcome to a TV after by podcast. Can't <laughs> even do it right. Can't even fucking say the podcast name. It's not that hard. It's not I'm, that I'm hard. Stupid. We know this. I am so stupid. I literally get up and give you guys the room to make a good joke, and you fumble it so Not, bad. I didn't even fumble it. I did not no, fumble it. it. That me. was all I right. I did a flip, and I did not make that landing. TVD after my podcast. Like, what the fuck? TVD after my podcast. Welcome. 10 years, 22 years, 2,000 years too late. <laughs> you guys. guess it will work. It's, that's literally not, you, Jordan, not perfect, on me. I hate Brian. Brian. Not me. Okay. Don't worry. He already hates me. It's okay. <laughs> this shit's so fucking dumb. It is. Tyler uh, compels the coach to let them get out of football practice early. Which works, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Caroline's like, well, you should maybe be a little more fucking careful next time, Tyler. And he's like, no, it's fine. I got it in control. And then before sort of they can continue this conversation, Rebecca's showing off by doing multiple backflips and then Which, goes right into the splits. I mean, 
iconic only. It's so iconic. I love how Rebecca's kind of like the anti-Caroline though. Like she's like the evil twin version of Caroline. Maybe that's why I don't like her. You'll you'll get there. You will it's get okay. there. Uh, Elena is jogging around sort of the after school practice field. Uh, and who appears beside her but Stefan. Yeah. Stefan asks if she's going to the bonfire tonight. And another guy sort of like accidentally crashes into Elena. And Stefan just like fucking pushes this dude down. Such just fucking dick. yeets this guy to the ground. Such a dick. It was just like so like out of like it's it's so weird because it's I want to say it's so out of character of Stefan to do that, but I'm like, it's also not Stefan. It's just oh I hate this, but I love it. It's evil. Julie Pleck, why'd you gotta do this to me? It's a good storyline, man. It really is. In back in the tomb, Catherine pours blood over Michael's face, and he wakes up and he's like, "Get it the fuck away from me!" Yep. And Cat realizes that she knows him from the twenties. Uh, he was the guy who was looking around for Klaus. He's a cop. Yeah, it's kind of like a little quick scene, but it kind of makes you wonder, like, why doesn't Michael want to be woken up, or why doesn't he? Or why does he want, why does he not want this blood? Yeah, like, what's wrong with this blood? Do you want, like, virgin blood? Like, dude, what do you want? <laughs> when I when I first saw this scene, I was like, he probably just really hates being a vampire. Because he's, you know, he's a vampire, vampire hunter. So he's like, I don't want to deal just with existing. He's like, I don't want to deal with existing as a vampire. This is why I was locked up like this. Yeah, I was actually just vibing over here. You didn't need to come get me or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was just chilling. He was waiting for his moment. So let me go to, did this scene happen in Alaric's apartment? I couldn't tell where yes. this scene was happening. It was Alaric's apartment. Which has apparently been turned into like a home gym. Because Elena's yeah. bench pressing her anger out. Uh, and she asks Damon's help to take Stefan down and lock him up until Michael comes to kill Klaus and the compulsion is broken and everything is a-okay. However, Damon points out that this is going to be different because Stefan's humanity is gone. Yeah. And she, you know, she's she's like, well, I'm not going to break and I'm not going to give Stefan the satisfaction of knowing that I'm the fragile human. And then, hey, y'all know that one scene in every romance movie where there's like, they're either learning to shoot like a bow and arrow or a gun or something, and the guy just gets up right behind the person to like yeah. place their hands correctly and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Damon does that, but like with the correct way to kill a vampire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think you can tell by the silence how much we loved that. Maybe very uncomfortable. Yeah. This scene was 100% written for those fan edits. Bad vibes all yeah. around. It just felt weird. It felt yeah, even I was weird. like, even like sixteen year old Brian was like, "Why are we doing this?" But Damon did say one of my favorite lines because um, he does reference my favorite TV show, Buffy. He goes, "Come on, Buffy!" I'm like, "Yes." It's such a low hanging fruit as far as references to Buffy go. Yeah, the bar is so low. We go back to Mystic Falls High School. In the history classroom, everybody's kind of putting together a plan to help put Stefan down long enough to get him into the Lockwood cellar. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a crack team of dumbass Avengers again. Uh, <laughs> we already love that and on here. And honestly, last time, last time we had a team of dumbass Avengers, it went okay. We got Masquerade out of it. <laughs> we did. So I'm hesitantly hopeful tyler shows up here uh, as elena asks for him to sort of raid his mom's vein supply uh, but tyler refuses to help saying that it's not in klaus's best interest huh at weird. this point damon sort of pieces it together and puts tyler down with a syringe he reveals that tyler is sired to klaus uh, because he you know klaus was the one who made him into a hybrid and uh -huh. so uh Caroline is like asking how to fix him, but Damon's just like, nah, fuck it, get a new boyfriend. The sire bond is, oh, that was a game changer. Honestly, yeah. 
It also is wild to me that in this scene, Damon does one useful thing of like, well, this is a sire bond. This is sort of like how it works. And then proceeds to just do more dumb shit, like get a new boyfriend. He proceeds (laughs) to be helpful and then immensely unhelpful in like the next moment. Well, I have to think because he also said that sire bonds were super rare. So at this point, no one really knows how to deal with them. That's true. So it's kind of like, well, how do we deal with it? It's like, well, great. Gotta get rid of Tyler now. So that just put a big target on Tyler's <laughs> but back also, at this point. But also, that's just like Damon's response to everything. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh, this Lock thing's him down, bad. Deal with it later. Time to yeah. her- to get rid of them. I don't know what else to do. I'm not Bye. smart enough to think of plan and a, a plan and steps to get somewhere. No, I'm David, and <laughs> I just think bad thing. Let's get rid of it by killing it or knocking it out. Yeah. He's just like, let's just take this problem and move it over there. Exactly. We're just going to take this problem and lock it up for a while. Yeah, that's a smart one. So they uh, do actually make a plan to deal with Stefan. The plan is basically that Damon's going to distract Rebecca while Elena gets Stefan away from the party and then Rick shoots him in the back with vervain darts. Great. That works. Let's see. Good work. Let's see how it goes, guys. Uh, I do want to point out this line here that um, Alaric and Damon are still kind of fighting here. Uh, So Damon's like, well, how the fuck do I distract Rebecca? Elena just was like, well, occupy her with your charm. And Rick replies, you might have more luck finding a fucking dagger instead. (laughs) (laughs) I love when Damon and Rick are fighting. I love it here. It's good. It's very good. It's just so good. Because now Uh, Alaric has no reason to be friends with Damon. He has no reason to, you know, stick up for him. It feels very reminiscent of um, when Elena and Damon were fighting. And Elena was like, I'm done with your BS. Let's just point out all your stupid flaws and let me make fun of you while I can do that. And I love that for her. Me too. And I love that for us because I love it when Damon gets roasted. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. That's truly all I care about. We go to the woods. <gasps> it's bonfire night, baby. Yay! It is uh, just a huge ass party in the woods. With just copious amounts of alcohol and teens doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. This is going to end perfectly. Because you know what <laughs> happened at the last bonfire? Vicky was attacked by Damon. <laughs> yeah, oh they gosh. really did just make it sort of a retelling of the last first day of school that we saw, huh? Yeah, it is the 50th episode, so might as well go all out. And just repeat everything. Because <laughs> they just parallel a whole bunch. But it was also so yeah. long ago that you're just like, wow. A lot of time has passed, and also no time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. So, Elena is, her plan is just to drink. Mm-hmm. Which, like, she a lot. It. <laughs> because that will distract Stefan in trying to keep her safe. And, uh, you know, she has to do minimal work besides just getting real tipsy. Mm -hmm. So, love that for her. Seems like a fun, low-effort plan on her end, actually, of just like, well, I'm going to get really drunk and then probably I'll do something stupid that you'll need to deal with. And I love that. Mm -hmm. At the same time as the bonfire in the woods, Matt is beginning a ritual to be more in touch with Vicky. He's going back into a horror movie. Shit's breaking in his house. He bleeds onto a piece of, onto like a picture frame. There's candles. It's dramatic, but Vicky is now back. But also the fact that he literally took the knife and cut across his entire hand. And it was like, here's a little bit of blood. You don't need to cut across your entire hand to do that. I know. 
They do this a lot, though. I think the yeah. other time that Elena had to do some sort of blood-based spell, they just always cut across the palm of their hands. And, like, I get that it looks cool, but that hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah the fact I, that he's not even ugh. wincing, a, a, like, enough is just like, what? Matt's a strong boy. He's a strong boy, but also the palm of your hand hurts. Yeah. And they do it so slowly, too. Like, like I would understand maybe if it was, like, a quick cut and then you just did it because you don't feel it as much but you're literally just slowly going across your hand like that hurts also a cut on the palm of your hand is going to take forever to fucking heal because it's always like moving and you're deflecting it all the time because it's your fucking hand like yeah yeah just do some sort of cut further up your arm a little bit like i know it doesn't look as dramatic but damn y'all you good do your finger just break your finger and then blah 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 takes a while but it'll it'll happen uh so vicky is having fun being a ghost and she reveals to matt the deal that she made with the mysterious witch she says that hybrids can't survive as she needs to basically be the one to restore balance to nature Mm -hmm. matt thinks that she's gonna go kill tyler and vicky's like no i'm not gonna kill tyler i'm gonna kill elena what a twist. Yep, very twisty. I assume Tyler was, like, number two on the list, though, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. Like, Elena, to stop him from making any new hybrids, cool. Number two, any existing hybrids. <laughs> <laughs> First step, Elena. Second step, Tyler. Third step, Profit. <laughs> yeah, so Bonnie is angry that Jeremy didn't come to her first, which, yeah, correct. Yeah, that would be uh, too. And Anna's just like, well, I'm just trying to help. And Bonnie's like, nah, fuck this. And she leaves. She's trying to go stop Matt from bringing Vicky back. Which, you're just like a scene too late, Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In the woods. Brian, can we talk about this sentence that you wrote? Yeah. As Elena watches everyone have a fun and normal night. I don't like the way you wrote out fun and normal night to describe a kegger in the woods. <laughs> you know what? I just, you know what? <laughs> to these teens, that's normal to them. For Elena, this is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to have fun with it. Okay. I'm sorry. Also, this is like the third episode I wrote in the, that day. And I was just, ugh. So this is not a fun and normal night, folks. This no. is again, a, just an absolute fucking kegger in the woods. Yes, it is. And... Rebecca is trying to make s'mores. Elena, uh, Elena stares at them as Damon sort of comes up and helps her make s'mores. And yeah. also, can we talk about how weirdly sexualized that marshmallow scene yeah. was? It was very sexual. I liked it. it was. It was funny. It was funny. But she just. I liked it. It was. Fun. She just deep throated a burning hot marshmallow. She's fine. But yeah, it was sexualized. It was just weirdly sexualized. Like I, I come, I've come to expect a certain level from the Vampire Diaries. This was like, y'all good? That was a little too yeah. much. But honestly, actually, you know what? With how this episode has been progressing so far, with the sexual elements of it all, yeah, that falls in line. We just remember the scene where <laughs> where Damon is showing Elena how to kill a yeah. vampire. Yeah. Oh. It's all steamy. <sighs> it's steamy <just> like a marshmallow. <laughs> who who wrote this episode? Caroline Andreas and Julie Pluck. Hmm. No, you're kidding. I'm not nope. kidding. They actually wrote this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, these two. I don't know what these two are up to. I don't know what they're up to. <laughs> <laughs> They're up to chaos, and I, I love don't know it. what's on their agenda. It's not the gay their agenda. agenda I can tell you that Delina. much. And that's it. And pushing that. And it's very important agenda. that they push that. Elena leaves the party, drunk, and she's just like, "Fuck it, don't want to deal with this all tonight." Uh, as she's like staring at Damon flirting with Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Rebecca takes a beat. And begins to wonder why Damon is being nice to her. And so she's like, you're up to something shitty. So she stabs him there with a stick and leaves. <laughs> I love that. Iconic. I love that. Okay. And like, 
Rebecca, you're so powerful. <laughs> like she really is. Like there's something about eating a marshmallow that you just roasted off of a stick and then stabbing a guy with it, you know? Something about that can be so personal. Yeah. So so personal <laughs> to me. Rebecca's my emotional support vampire. <laughs> I have a lot of them, but Rebecca's mine. <laughs> She also says uh, to Damon that there's never going to be a fair fight between them. And she's correct. Yeah. She's older and better at this than Damon is. And I do so love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as Bonnie leaves, Bonnie's like bouncing out of the party now to, to go help Matt. Vicky shows up. I also love that. I think she takes a joint too. Like that's oh, so yeah. Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, yeah. I love that about her. Just such good character work from the ladies this this episode. They're doing a great job. I mean, we we talked a little the sexualization of that marshmallow scene a little weird, but she made up for it. So like maybe ladies, maybe we're winning today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the Lockwood house, Tyler wakes up and Caroline and is like, "Yo, when the fuck did I get home?" And Caroline's like, "Well, you're you were being a dick." Which is correct. Oh, I love I love when she just calls them out. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, even if, like, Caroline will just call out anybody, even if she's dating them. She's like, you're being a dick. And I love that about her. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's always been someone who is, like, straightforward with people. I remember her even being that way with Matt, where she's like, oh. The honesty police. Yeah, and, like, I don't think they like that. But guess what? That's what you're getting when you get involved with Caroline. Yep, you're getting the brutality. She's just, she's not mean, but she, I love it. She just says it she's how it is. Honest. She just says it how it is. She's the friend that you need to tell you, hey, you're messing up. It's time to change. Exactly. I, mean, I think we all need someone like that in our lives. Yeah. Tyler also says the very sweet line that everything that he likes about himself is because of Caroline. I love that. That was sweet. That's codependent really as fuck, but he, I love that. I know, but he's perfect. Yes, but also Tyler's on thin ice with me. <laughs> he's Tyler's having on a rough go of it right now. He really is. Tyler, I can't blame Tyler for what's happening. I'm not right. blaming well, I, him for what's happening. I'm just saying I don't trust him. Even though he's being really sweet, yeah. I can't trust him. You know? Like, okay. I love that, but also I don't trust you. Yeah, that's valid. So we go somehow. Elena drunkenly walks all the way back to Mystic Falls High School and up to the top row of the bleachers. Which, I mean, iconic. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I love this scene. So she's trying to recount like all the stars that she knows. Like She used to know all the constellations or whatever. Uh, and uh, she sort of like on her way down the bleachers, she decides to take the outside route where she can just <laughs> fall off of the bleachers. Very cool, Elena. Very cool. <laughs> um, but, like, it's a leap of faith, you know? Like, she knows Stefan's gonna catch her. Maybe right yeah. now it's not for the good reasons, but at least she knows Stefan's gonna catch her. So Stefan rushes over to save her as she sort of, like, falls off of the edge of the bleachers. Uh, and Alaric basically uses that to shoot Stefan in the back a bunch of times. Perfect. We I love just, that for you. I love the Stelena scene because it's just... It's just good. They're re I just love how she like she goes from being that, that goofy drunk to being like, I knew you'd catch me. Like, oh! And like, even Paul. Paul. Fucking Paul. You, you can even see like a glimmer like of that like Stefan we once knew. Like glimmer. Like a slight little like twinkle and then that's it. It's gone again. But like... Oh, so the good. stairs. So good. The staring in this episode is intense and I love it. The longing is so real. I love it so much. So over at uh, like the history classroom I think again. Are they in the history classroom? Okay. I don't yeah. know why these kids are running around school in the middle of the night. Bonnie, Bonnie is questioning Matt trying to figure out exactly what he did so she can send Vicky back and Matt sets up to like help the spell Matt helps her set up the spell so they can begin the process of reversing the damage. Yep. Uh, 
they Elena and Alaric load Stefan into the back of his car and uh as they're trying to get him out get him out of there Vicky takes one last uh like drag of her joint and throws it into the trail of gas and Alaric's car catches on fire and Vicky uh is trapping Elena inside the car yeah which i mean Vicky like of all things to do like i mean this is awesome though like that vicky can do all this oh yeah it is awesome it's amazing but like damn vicky this is dark especially for that yeah, man. that to be the way you die like burning hurts because it's n- elena really has a problem in dying in car like almost dying in car, oh yeah she? exactly like this is like the, like the fourth time this has happened to her probably it's ridiculous yeah so elena uh, stop elena don't go in cars anymore get a horse just don't just don't. <laughs> Alaric's trying to break her out, basically, like, through the windows and everything, but he just can't. Uh, and Elena turns to Stefan to wake him up. Stefan, I think it's Stefan kicks open the trunk, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Stefan kicks open the trunk, and Alaric helps get them both out just in time for the car to explode. Well, you, you forgot wh- while they were trying to get out, right? Vicky was trying to hold on to Elena so that she'd stay in the car. Yeah. And then yeah. Vicky got transported out of there by Bonnie doing that spell. Yeah, so Bonnie, so at the same time that this is happening, Bonnie is doing the spell uh, and she's like, Matt, you have to say goodbye and you have to let go of Vicky. Yep. And Matt and Vicky kind of share a final moment and he sends Vicky away for good. It's really Which heartbreaking a little sad. bit. It's a little heartbreaking. It is. It is. It is. Matt. Uh, it's Matt's like he under he thought he was getting his sister back, like for the good, but then he realized it was for the bad. Yeah. And that it would put his friends in danger. So he had to do the right thing. So like good on Matt for doing that. Yeah. He really should have listened in the first place, but you know, you <laughs> yeah, no, he tried. He did his best. So we go to the Salvatore house where Damon is helping Elena apply first aid. And it's weird. It is a weird. This one, this scene was a little weird. It kind of felt like, meh, it's here. Yeah. That's how I feel with all Delena scenes. It's like, meh, <laughs> it's here, I guess. Uh, so, Alaric kind of grabs her and they make their way out of the house to go home. At the Lockwood house, uh, Caroline's leaving Tyler and uh, after Caroline leaves Rebecca shows up with a girl bitten and dripping blood and she says that she wants to make sure that Klaus's hybrid is well fed so there's some temptation going on on a few levels here for poor Tyler Lockwood Mm -hmm. yeah it's like the temptation of blood but also the temptation of Rebecca exactly so, we cut to now again. For the first time in a while, we cut back to the tomb. Catherine and Michael are continuing their little chat. And I do have to say, I love how dorky this scene looks. Because the guy who plays Michael is very strong and buff. And he's right now just, like, chained up. He just looks like a dumb mummy. Mm-hmm. I just love the dichotomy of this scene. <laughs> where Catherine's just, like, chilling at the edge of the the coffin just like with her head on her hands just like hanging out and talking and he's just chained up and being like could you please not yeah it's just funny yeah so uh Catherine says that she wants to kill klaus and michael reveals that he does have a way to kill him he just needs to be unchained so Catherine unchains him and he says that he doesn't feed on living things and then he oh. bites Catherine. Oh. And then you're like, oh, this is not going to end well. <laughs> I remember watching, like, when this first happened, when Michael said, I don't feed on living things. And I was like, so you feed on dead animals? Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're another Stefan? So I'm like, you're just a veggie vamp? And then he grabs Catherine and feeds on her. I legitimately thought Catherine was dead. <laughs> I think Catherine is dead at this point. <laughs> My, oh no, she's fine. My note, my note says, "Is Catherine dead?" Question mark. Yeah, because 
it's going to be a while before we see Catherine again. I'm going to tell you that much. We so just it's ruined like illusion. Yeah, yeah, Brian, you really just kind of bungled that one, huh, boy? I did. Catherine gets her fucking shit bit by this vampire hunting vampire hunter. I love that little twist. That was a big it good is. twist. It is. It's a wild twist. That was a good twist. We cut back to the Salvatore house where Elena and Alaric are leaving. And Stefan sort of like comes out and he's like, hey man, uh, game well played. Y'all really fucking got me tonight, huh? And he also states that Elena still needs him and that he's always going to protect her. And then he asks why Elena saved him and didn't let him die. Elena basically states that she still has hope that Stefan will find his way back to his humanity. And then in just like the most raw fucking line, he's like, well, that's what, do you have any idea how pathetic that makes you? And I was like, fuck you, Stefan. Fuck you for saying Mm -hmm. that. And then Elena replies with it, no, it makes me strong. And she stabs Stefan with the retractable, like, punchy stakes and And just leaves. And it works. Because in the beginning of the episode, it didn't work at all. But for this punch to Stefan, it worked. Uh, And I was like, girl, yes. It was beautiful. It was like full circle moment. Feminism. (laughs) (laughs) So... Elena's just having a fucking day. Yeah. She is, but I love her. At the Gilbert house, Jeremy's trying to find... He's, like, been calling Bonnie a bunch. He just can't seem to get a hold of her, or she's just ignoring him. Rip, Jeremy. Anna is also there, and she wonders why she's still here. And Jeremy reveals that he's pretty much not sure what the fuck he's doing, uh, but he can't stop thinking about Anna. And Anna's like, well, I can't stop thinking about you either. And then you're like, "And is Jeremy going to have a love affair with a ghost? And they touch hands, and they realize that they can feel each other. Uh-oh. But the question is, why? Yep. That's not good. Nope. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Shit's about to get real complicated, baby. Ugh. This is a great end of the episode, though. Like, great ending. Like, wow. That's not the end. What? That's not the end. That's not the end. What happens next? Where do we we go? We go to the Salvatore house. Oh, my favorite house. Trying to, like, clean up the fucking rugs. The Persian rugs. I don't care what kind of rugs they are. They're rugs. I (laughs) care. A mysterious force is sort of, like, running around the house messing with him. And then... uh, Somebody fucking yeets Damon across the room. Mm-hmm. And the camera pans up and it reveals none other than Mason Lockwood. Yes! And he just says, This will be fun. Oh, I loved this ending so much. Cause the ne- I because obviously I know what happens in the next episode. But like watching this live, it was like, oh wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I love I love the trope when uh, like a bunch of past villains come back to torture the hero in new ways. It yes. is one of my favorite tropes of all time. And now they're like, Anna's back. Mason's back. Vicky was back. Who else is going to come back? Literally anyone could come wonder. back. Literally anyone. I'm so excited. This makes me very excited for the next episode. Me too. The next, the next episode has a dorky ass name, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> Ghost World. I'm okay with it. Ghost World. <laughs> I'm okay with it though. I'm. Ah. Ghost World is actually the name of my indie band. Oh. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> Ghost World. <laughs> Ghost World is actually the name of my favorite episode of Scooby Doo. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, oh. Jordan. What are you going to rank episode 306? Smells like Teen Spirit. I think this was a very good episode you know um like i think elena's arc throughout this entire episode i really enjoyed watching um Mm -hmm. and then we also had the whole tyler situation where he was kind of being a dick just being a good old Mm -hmm. dick um and i don't think he's gonna stop being a dick which kind of sucks and then the matt storyline too that was also really good where um, yeah. he's, like, having, like, his final moments with his sister, Vicky. Um, and 
I honestly, I really enjoyed this episode. I don't. What would I? I guess the only thing I really didn't like were like the the overly sexual scenes and the Delena scenes. You know, I yeah. I, I could have done with less of that. Um. So, I guess I give it like a nine. It's pretty good. A nine. Okay. Yeah. Brian, what are you giving this episode? Um. I love this episode purely because of the nostalgia of it all. It brought us back to season one, which mm-hmm. is a good season, even though it's not the best season. Um, I love like the little parallels. I loved the Delana stuff. I, I'm i going to get a lot of hate here, but I did like the Delana stuff, the longing of it all. Like it wasn't like in your face, like we can't be together, Damon, because I'm in love with Stefan. Uh. Um. I loved, like, the reveals we got, like, of Michael, of the ghost, of Tyler. Like, I loved all that. So I'm going 10. Alrighty. This is your first 10 of season three. Yep. This one put, this one, like, like the last episode I did 9.5, I think. Mm -hmm. This one was just pushed over the edge. Like, it just did that, like, extra step. Like, those reveals. Like, oh, we're on a good streak with Vampire Diaries now, and I'm excited. I'm psyched. I... Here's the thing. I gave the last episode a 10 because it was fucking bonkers from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this episode kept up the same level of bonkers. Yeah, I agree. Like, not as consistently bonkers. However, (laughs) still pretty fucking bonkers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna... (sighs) I'm gonna... <laughs> this is unlistenable as a podcast. Yes, this is we are. absolutely just unlistenable Why do garbage. Listen to us? I don't get it. I don't know. Because I do a lot of work to make the unlistenable stuff listenable. Yeah. I'm gonna give this episode I'm gonna give this episode a nine. Okay. There was too much Delena in it for my taste. Mm-hmm. Same. And There wasn't a lot of tension that they kept up throughout the whole episode. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like that's what a lot of my tens have in common is that there was a, like a tension kept up throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Like looking back into the ones that I gave in season two and then even the even the one ten I gave in season one, uh, all because there was just a lot of tension continually through the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's really what made the last episode, The Reckoning, very good. I think this one sort of lost the tension a little bit. Still a very good, very fun episode of TVD. I agree. Yeah. Hey, guys, who's our MVP for this episode? Oh, this is a hard one. Can, can, I, bring, can I bring something to the table? Yeah. Can I present this to you? Yeah. Rebecca. I was not going to say Rebecca. Mm, I mean, Rebecca does deserve to be on the table, like, slightly. She's, I'm, I, I'm just bringing it to the table for our I, discussion. I, I was, I was struggling between, like, Elena and Matt for this episode for me. Matt for this episode? Just because of the Matt? journey he went on. Mm. He did go on a really good emotional journey. Like, like, I think that's what will make me, like, if, if, like, Matt for the emotional journey, but Elena more for, like, pl- she had the journey plus, like, just, like, the really good scenes with Paul, with Stefan. You know? Yeah. That's why I was this stuck between those two, but I was you feeling more Elena in my, um, in, in my perspective. I was feeling way more Elena. Matt and Rebecca... Do deserve like at least a con- consent uh, bleh, a they consideration. They need to be on the table. Yeah, they need to be on the table, like at the table, not the kids' table. But I think Elena. Elena. I think Elena really. She brought it this episode. She did the most. Like she was like, "I want to fight back. I don't want to be weak anymore. I am done being a blood bag. Like I'm done. Like." And there were like she really. There were like so many good moments. There was the the moment by the bleachers. There was the moment near the end yeah. where she punched Stefan. Um, but I think the one thing I think I like though is that no one tried to stop yeah, her. Yeah. No one said, no, Elena, you can't do that. Not even Damon tried to stop her. 
which is shocking. Yeah, I feel like for the first... Damon was, like, full-on, like, in her plan, like, yep, we gotta lock up Steph and let's do it. Yeah, for the first time, she was kind of in control of the situation, and people kind of... The Elena train was choo-chooed. I think partially the reason why she's in a little bit more control might be because of the recent trauma that happened with Stefan. So people are more willing to like give her like, yes, you can do this. Like, you know, yeah. you need that. Um, so, yeah. And the and the fact that the plan would have even worked. Yeah, if it was not for Vicky. If it wasn't for Vicky. Yeah. But yeah, I think Elena deserves top 10, top number one. I agree with that. You yep. okay with that? Elena, yeah. yeah, my girl, Elena. you did it. You made it. I'm glad we brought these other ones to the table, but I do think in the end, Elena was sort of the real MVP of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, because she got shit done and she did shit. And she even had like a full circle moment. Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, my Delicious. girl. My Nina, my queen. You love to see it. You simply just love to see it. You do. Who would have thought? Who would have thought we got in Elena? <laughs> The main character, one of the main characters, like main main characters of the show, finally on the MVP list. I mean, to be fair, last last episode we also had Stefan, which was kind of shocking. I didn't think we'd put a man on the MVP list. Yeah, <laughs> it's been shocking. So it's been a shocking couple of episodes. That's it for this week. Uh, if Yay. you have anything to, if you want to add us on Twitter, uh, we are at AfterbitePod. If you want to find us on any other, you know, podcasting platform that or app that you use, go to anchor.fm slash Afterbite. That's how you can find us on any platform guaranteed. You can also leave us voice messages to tell us how dumb we are. Yeah. Yep. Uh, join us next week. We'll be back. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know all that shit by now. I don't gotta keep yep. saying it, do I? No, you shouldn't. Maybe no. I do. You know where to find us. You know where we are. You know who we are, and you know just how stupid we are. So let's <laughs> not mince words about fucking reviews on Apple Podcasts or whatever. You know what you've signed up for here. You do. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yep. Anyway, that's it. Stay inside, stay safe, and wash your fucking hands. Also, defund the, poli- defund the police. That too. We have a lot of ands now at the end of this. Yeah. yeah. Brian keeps adding where a mask. Jordan and I are very much on this defund the police.